Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. I woke up on my boyfriend's hands and he was outside this morning. He's cold. He's gone. I was scared and I was confused. I was on the phone with 911. The kitchen's a bloody mess. He's not breathing. Why is the kitchen a bloody mess? I don't know. What's your name? Melissa Turner. I couldn't remember a lot. When I realized that he wasn't responding, I panicked. When did you realize that Matthew was dead? I think a part of me already knew. Copy on the road there, October 18th, 2019, we got the call that we had to respond here. Matthew Trussler was found in the patio pool area of this residence. And what kind of shape was Melissa at that time? I remember seeing her pretty well covered in blood. So on that night, what happens? Matt had gotten upset. Uh, he had he had gotten his knife out, I remember. He would act more like he was possessed. He would say things to me like, Matt's not here anymore, I'm the demon. There were times where he would try and use it on himself. I was the prosecutor who went to the crime scene that day. I thought it was bizarre. There was the insinuation that he had done this to himself, and he had a stab wound in the back. He couldn't have done that to himself, right? I tried giving him CPR. I tried. I just thought that there was a lot of acting happening, where she's dialing 911 and make herself cry. 
was exceptional acting. Fantastic actress. She wanted to be in movies. A cosplay model is uh, basically where you dress up as like uh, your favorite characters. I would do Elvira, Misty from Pokemon. I really loved the makeup and the props and the costuming. I am Toothorn Rose. I'm a cam model. I'm an artist. I love fitness. Her content was sexual based. She had websites. She had an OnlyFans page. We were very shocked to find this kind of secretive life that we didn't know about. Who do you believe killed Matthew Tressler? Melissa Turner. I didn't do what they're saying. I did. If I'm going to prison, then I'm going down fighting. I'm going down telling my side of the story. I couldn't stop crying. Melissa Turner can vividly describe the moment as medics tried to revive her fiance, Matthew Trussler. I watched the EMTs unfold the sheet and um, you know, lay the white sheet over him. Two years later, Melissa still struggles to talk about the day Matthew died. And it was, it was when that happened that I just I couldn't hold in the tears and everything. It was around 8.30 a.m. when Melissa says she found Matthew unresponsive on the back patio of the house they shared in a suburb of Tampa, Florida. I tried to see if he was breathing, and I tried to, to start CPR. Just a couple hours later, still covered in blood, Melissa agreed to talk to investigators at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. She says she wanted to help them figure out what had happened to Matthew. So I was just saying yes and complying with whatever was kind of said or told to me. The world around me didn't really feel real in those moments. Melissa told the detectives the couple's day had started off just like any other. They took care of their pets, did house chores, as seen in these previously posted Facebook videos. Get up. we got to clean that spot. And went grocery shopping. She admitted they were also drinking alcohol throughout the day, leading into the evening. I mean, that's what we did. We just, we were there at the house ourselves. We had drinks. He always liked drinking. He was a drinker. According to Melissa, around 11 p.m., she got tired and told Matthew she wanted to go to sleep. He was still up. I slept on that, that big chair that's in my little office area downstairs. 
What she saw when she woke up the next morning, Melissa told investigators, didn't make sense. I saw the, the kitchen was... Like, I didn't see him outside at first. I went upstairs and I checked the bedroom. And then I came back down again. She says that's when she discovered Matthew outside on the patio and began CPR. They're hard to see, but Melissa is wearing latex gloves given to her by an officer at the scene. He had you put those on because of the blood. I was getting things bloody because I was covered in his blood. Do you want to work, keep wearing those gloves or do you want to take them off? I'll leave them on for now. Do you have any injuries on your person? No. Any scratches or cuts or anything? Nothing I noticed. The detectives eventually told Melissa she would need to take the gloves off. I have a little cut. And that's from what? I think it's from grabbing the glass. Because I know there was the broken glass this morning. So they could take photographs of her. Is that hurt to open it up? Sorry. Oh my gosh, I didn't notice. This looks pretty good. I didn't even notice. Oh wow. I had no idea that was there. As detectives worked to get to the bottom of what happened, Matthew's family was learning Matthew had died. His brother Sean got the call from their mother. I got a call that he died in an accident, is what they told me. Sean called his fiance Jennifer, immediately. He's sobbing so hard and just screaming at the top of his lungs. He's gone, my brother, Maddie, Maddie's gone, he's dead. I'm getting chills just talking about this. Sean and Matthew Tressler were originally from Massachusetts. In 2015, Matthew followed in his brother's footsteps and moved to Florida to work with him in the construction business. Sean, who lost one of his eyes due to a work accident shortly after his brother's death, says the two made a good team. I have worked Matty very hard. He just needs to be led correctly. Matthew, or Matty as Sean calls him, struggled with substance abuse and was looking at the move to Florida as a chance to start over. He was a really good kid. He worked so hard. He had the biggest heart. He loved everybody and everything. Two years after his move, Melissa, then 24, met Matthew, 23, on an online dating app. We met on Tinder. And I just liked how different Matt treated me. He made me feel more important. He drew me in. In 2019, the couple took a big step and bought a house together. We were excited about the house. We were picking out, you know, paint colors for walls and furniture. But Melissa says a few months into their new lives, their relationship became strained. Matt's drinking was getting worse. It was just becoming really excessive. At the sheriff's office, Melissa had been adamant that there were no arguments between the couple that night. We were having a great time. Was there anything physical, violent? He was never violent. He was always amazing with me. 
But Melissa didn't know that the detectives had been tipped off by the responding officer, that Melissa had told him there had been an argument at the house the night before. What were you and Matthew arguing about last night? I don't really remember. I mean, we might have gone in an argument, but it didn't seem like anything more like screaming at each other that I know of. You told us that you guys were there, there's only two of you, the two of you were drinking. My problem is, is I got Matthew on the back porch with stab wounds. Stab wounds? Meanwhile, another detective, Ryan Legassi, was knocking on doors and canvassing the neighborhood for clues. As I walked over here, you've got the camera located directly above the residence across the street here. And what was captured by this camera, police say, would prove Melissa knew more than she was letting on. witness can be crucial to solving a crime. And just hours into the investigation of Matthew Tressler's death, detectives discovered digital observers. There was an ADT camera inside the couple's home, but at first glance, it didn't appear to show any unusual activity. Most of our information came from that camera that's posted up above the garage. It was this Nest camera on a neighbor's garage that would prove invaluable. An unblinking eye trained on the side of Melissa and Matthew's home that recorded sights and sounds. So I started looking at the footage. Legassi, a detective for the sheriff's office at the time, saw only darkness and heard the near silence of suburbia until around 4 a.m. I started to hear racketing, um, you know, things that were sounded like they were crashing. And um, so then I, you know, I kind of zoomed in my senses a little bit. And then from there, I started hearing voices. And then I hear what sounds like screaming, um, yelling. Legassi says those voices were coming from Matthew and Melissa's house. How would you describe the tone of the voices that you heard? So the little bit of male voice was tough to distinguish, um, but the female voice was very, um, very loud, um, sounded very angry. What could you hear? What kind of phrases? So I heard, um, get up. Get up. I heard, so, and then there was an explicit die. You heard, so, die? So and then I heard, um, you know, it sounded like a female voice was crying, saying, what, what did I do? Legassi immediately reached out to his colleagues who were interviewing Melissa. You said that last night you never woke up at all? No, I remember laying down and I remember waking up in the same spot. Investigators now believe they had evidence that Melissa wasn't telling all she knew. Tell me about what happened around 4 o'clock this morning. 4 o'clock? What happened at 4 o'clock? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I don't know either. Why? 
Was there any arguing? At four o'clock, not that I know of. I believe I was asleep. <laughs> I have no memory of any argument at four in the morning. But after detectives confronted her with the evidence, Melissa's story changed. I have some video surveillance actually yelling and screaming between a male and a female coming from your house. What we need from you that would probably make a lot more sense is to tell us what that argument was about. I would say he woke me up and we got in an argument over that because he was still up at four in the morning drinking. Okay, so just so I'm clear, you do have a memory of what happened, right? Yes. At four o'clock. Yes. Why were you yelling at him, bitch, get up, bitch, get up? Actually, a lot of the times whenever he is drinking and gets that drunk into the hours of the morning, he will just fall over. You also said a couple of other things like, stay down. Stay down! So die. What are you talking about? That was me being pissed off at him that he fell over. You got a slice on your hand. A slice, that's what that is. How did that happen? The investigators again focused on that cut on Melissa's hand. It's not from glass. I can tell you that. Once again, her story changed. He does get his knives out sometimes. He wasn't him anymore. Thinking back on it. This is from me grabbing a knife out of his hand. And then things kind of escalated from there. Melissa later told us she wasn't trying to hide the injury on her hand. In fact, she had mentioned it earlier to the 911 operator. I have a cut on my hand. I barely remembered even after mentioning it on the 911 call that my hand was sliced open. A few hours after Melissa placed that 911 call, she was arrested and charged with second-degree murder with a weapon. Sean and Jennifer learned Melissa was in custody for Matthew's murder from his mom, who called Melissa by her middle name, Rose. She said, Rose killed him. I remember we stood in my kitchen and he just starts bawling. Up until then, Sean and Jennifer say the couple didn't appear to have any problems, but Sean says that Melissa did put a wedge between him and Matthew. She was totally isolated, him and her the rest of the world. And the truth is like how controlling and manipulating Rose was. Sean says he hadn't seen Matthew during the last six months of his life. The brothers had had a falling out after Matthew stopped working with Sean at his construction business. She took Maddie long before she took him forever. Sean and Jennifer say Melissa had two sides as Matthew's live-in partner and as a cosplay model who dressed up in costume portraying famous fictional characters. What is that, then? That is actually from... Scooby-Doo. She made a living by producing and acting in her own adult videos. But it's from a movie clip where she actually is performing um, sexual acts. And it wasn't until after his death that they learned Melissa had cast Matthew as her partner in her videos. And I really feel like uh, the pressure and the stress and the fact that it was more and more and more just paid uh, its toll on him. You think that maybe he just didn't want to do those films anymore? Absolutely. I think he was done with her. If 
you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Sean and his fiancée Jennifer found out that Melissa had been arrested for Matthew's murder. They began an investigation of their own. We came across things that were pretty disturbing. Sean and Jennifer believe Matthew was becoming disenchanted with his role in those videos Melissa produced. I think at first it was okay because he was seeing some fruits from his labor money um but i think it got a little much they now wonder if melissa had been looking for a partner for her videos when she spotted matthew on that dating app people write little bios about themselves she went out and found someone with all the right stuff the looks the body and everything that goes with it she doesn't do things without a bunch of research Cameron Molega, a former boyfriend of Melissa, met her before she began her career in the world of adult entertainment. She was very artistic, so she was able to edit her own videos, edit her own pictures, very business-driven. The two met in 2012 when they were studying makeup effects at Douglas Education Center near Pittsburgh. Back then, Melissa was running a popular fitness blog after losing 100 pounds later documenting her transformation on social media. It kept her accountable. She had this audience that was incredibly invested in what she was doing and watching her evolve as a person. In 2013, Cameron and Melissa moved to Florida to pursue careers in special effects. There, Melissa confessed to Cameron that she had started a second blog with racier content. This was meant to be temporary. This was supplemental. But Cameron says Melissa soon began earning a decent living doing what is called cam work, where she performed in various stage of dress for her internet followers who paid a fee. She was so proud of where she got herself. I used to be this incredibly insecure girl. Now they're paying me to look at me. He says he began to see a change in Melissa's personality as her business grew. 
But it came maniacal to a point where it was a complete obsession. And it was money, 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 money. And the more and more success that she found, the more and more unstable she became. She would scream at times that it would pierce your ear. There were times where she was just unpredictable. Absolutely unpredictable. Sean and Jennifer now wonder if Melissa's volatility may have escalated an argument with Matthew on the night he died. Did he want out of the adult entertainment business? I think, like, maybe that night he was like, yo, I'm done with this. I'm washing my hands. She didn't like whatever he said to her, and it made her blow her top. But that's not how it happened, says Melissa. After he was upset with me for wanting to go to bed, but, you know, I stayed downstairs. His demeanor would start to get darker and darker from there. Matt, he had his knife out. It was the black uh, tactical switchblade. There were times where he would... uh, get really upset and try and use it on himself. And so it was a common thing for me to try and take a knife away from him. On this night, he didn't want to let go of the knife. Melissa says Matthew was drunk and despondent. They struggled over the knife, she says. But after she managed to take it away, she says Matthew grabbed her by the neck and squeezed, a detail she failed to tell detectives during her interrogation. I thought this was it. I thought he was going to kill me. And I stabbed him lightly in the back just to get him off of me. She says after she stabbed him once in the back, Matthew pushed her into the kitchen counter and she hit her head. He came at me and that's how I fell back and hit my head. So I had a pretty severe head injury. But that claim would later be challenged at her trial. I remembered a few blurry steps towards my office, but that was it. I just remember passing out, uh, blacking out there. She's the real victim. She's the one that was suffering the abuse. John Trevina is Melissa's attorney. He describes the couple's relationship as toxic particularly since she said it was escalating. His drinking was escalating, his behavior issues were escalating, and it just unfortunately escalated into this very odd incident. I don't think it is a murder case. I think it is a case of uh, self-defense. But Melissa's version of events will be picked apart by prosecutors Catherine Fand and Chimway Fawcett at her trial. There's just nothing to support her statement. She never mentions anything about anyone strangling her or anything until days before trial. You really have to take that into consideration. Besides the audio from the Nest Cam, the state plans to present video from inside the couple's home. Remember that ADT security footage recovered by investigators? Prosecutors believed it didn't show any suspicious activity the night of Matthew's death. But just before the trial, they discovered they misread the time and date. I'll be honest, I misunderstood the timing. It's not recorded in Eastern Standard Time. It's recorded in Universal Time. And what the video did capture, say prosecutors, we're going to show you some ADT videos, would undermine Melissa's defense. 
He's calmly walking and you can see she's hunched over, she's yelling, she is angry and upset. What do you make of Melissa Turner's account? Chat now with the 48 Hours team on Facebook and Twitter. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. On Valentine's Day 2022, two years after Matthew Tressler was found dead on his patio, his fiance Melissa Turner, went on trial for murder. All right. Melissa had been out on bail since her arrest in 2019. But if she's convicted, she knows she could spend the rest of her life behind bars. It'll be a world of weight off my shoulders for this trial to just be over. The jury will hear nothing about her videos, her cosplay modeling, and acting out fantasies online. The judge ruled it wasn't relevant to the case. Prosecutor Chimway Fawcett sees it differently. I did think that the jury should have known that she was an actress. And she was able to make herself into this victim-type person and then cry on demand. Melissa's attorney, John Trevina, told the jury that she didn't mean to kill Matthew, that she stabbed him in self-defense during that struggle over the knife. Who killed Matthew Trussler? Matthew Trussler killed Matthew Trussler. He did. He did it to himself because of his actions and his behaviors, his drinking, his emotional abuse. You're saying that Melissa had the right to kill him because he was drunk? No, Melissa had the right to kill him to defend herself from being strangled. But Prosecutor Fawcett says Matthew had no record or history of violence against anyone. Why do you believe that Melissa killed Matthew Trump. I think she was intoxicated, and I do think that she went far beyond anything she thought she would do. Maybe she was just so frustrated with his drinking that she harms him so badly that he ends up dying. At trial, Melissa decided to take a risk and testify. She described Matthew as an alcoholic who had exhibited abusive. There were times where he would push me and punched the walls beside my head. And unsettling behaviors in the past. I had seen him cut himself, burn himself, stab himself. He would stare off at some corners and he would tell me that there's a demon standing right there. There were times where he would talk in a different voice. Did that frighten you? Goodness. I was terrified. And this was happening on that night? Yeah. And he just had this little smile on his face. And he said, what's the matter, little girl? Are you scared? 
because Matt's not here anymore. Authorities never checked Melissa's blood alcohol level, but Matthews was nearly five times the legal limit in Florida. That level of blood alcohol not only is lethal, it can cause hallucinations, the demon that we've heard about. But the medical examiner didn't say that he died of alcohol intoxication. The cause of death is that he was stabbed and he bled to death. According to the medical examiner, Matthew had several small cuts and bruises and a possible defensive wound on his forearm. The fatal injury was not the stab wound to his back, but from a deep incision on his right arm, which punctured a vein. You stabbed him in the back, correct? Correct. Okay. The only thing that I did was the back. How did he get cut on his right arm? I, I couldn't tell you that. I have no clue. He could have fallen into something. He could have done it himself. I stabbed him once to get him off of me from strangling me. Why didn't you tell the police that he had been trying to strangle you? Because I couldn't remember at the time. I complained multiple times about a headache. Prosecutor Fawcett questioned Melissa about her memories that returned before the trial. And so today, in 2022, you now claim you had some kind of head injury, correct? Um, yes. But a crime scene tech testified there was no evidence of a head injury. And now, in 2022, you speak of some kind of blackout, correct? Yes? Correct. Okay. The jury won't have to rely just on Melissa's memories as they weigh the evidence. There's also that video from inside the couple's home. Prosecutors say it proves Melissa was the aggressor that night. At 3.38 a.m., Melissa is seen running towards her office. At 3.42 a.m., Matthew walks past the camera. Melissa follows him. He's walking calmly unarmed in the ADT videos, and she's following him, hunched over, angry. At 4.01 a.m., the video shows Melissa running from the direction of the kitchen. She appears distressed. This is also around the time when the camera across the street picks up audio of screaming and yelling. Then, in the next video clip at 4.08 a.m. She's standing at a front door, and she's seeming like she's talking to open air. And you can see on her hand, you can see the hint of red. She already has the cut. Prosecutors say the cut on her hand occurred when Melissa stabbed Matthew. They believe he was still alive at that point. Prosecutors say she could have left then for help or called 911. That's not what she did. She walks back to where he is. She is not in reasonable fear of, of him. That's what's clear. But Melissa's attorney, John Trevina, rejects the state's timeline and disputes what prosecutors say is seen on that video. I never saw any cut on her hand, and I don't think it shows that. The fighting continues, say prosecutors, because around 4.30 a.m., they say the couple moved close to an open window and that Nest camera across the street recorded a woman's angry voice. You said 4.33 a.m., so effing die, right? No. I have no recollection of that. I explained my side and why I did what I did. You're crying right now. 
Is that is that what's happening? Are you crying right now? Do you know what tears look like? Are you crying because you can just cry on cue? I'm crying because because my life is on the line right now. Travina says it's impossible to clearly understand what Melissa is saying on the Nest recording. And a former FBI audio forensic expert, Bruce Koenig, testified for the defense how he believes sections of the Nest audio had been what he called volume enhanced. So it could be that maybe one voice on the recording was not amplified and that another voice on the recording was greatly amplified. That's true. I find it highly suspicious that Ms. Turner's voice is screeching loud, but when it came to Matthew Trussler, you could barely hear mumbling. Prosecutors deny the audio was manipulated. Based on the outside camera, Prosecutor Fan says the confrontation ended at 5.11 a.m. when Matthew somehow got out to the pool area through this window. So the window was actually open, but when he decided to flee from her, he pushed out the screen and went out the window. Prosecutors say by the time Matthew collapsed by the pool, Melissa would have seen how injured he was. He has already bled all that blood in the kitchen and then gone out. She knows that he needs help. And she's awake and she doesn't help him. But Melissa says that's when she returned to her office and blacked out. The argument ends sometime around five o'clock. Yeah. But you don't call 911. 911. Until 8.45. Correct, because I was unconscious. One of the last ADT clips shows Melissa at 8.35 a.m. walking from the direction of her office. In the police report, her hair is described as, quote, messy, as if she just woke up. That was the most demonstrative of her not knowing he's dead, because you wouldn't go looking for him if you killed him. Is it possible that she did pass out there? She's been drinking, whatever and had no idea that he was dying at that time. Well, she knew he was dying because she saw him bleeding out. As the jury began their deliberations, one of the jurors, Donald Goodwin, was feeling the weight of his decision. How does the first vote go? Two for guilty in the second degree. And where were you? Unknown. Do you have a home security camera? And has it ever recorded something unusual? Take a look at the murder investigation at 48hours.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What do you hope the jury comes back with? What everyone hopes for, not guilty. If you have a reasonable doubt about... February 18th, 2022. Melissa Turner's murder trial wrapped up after five days of testimony before Judge Samantha Ward. Your duty is to determine if the defendant has been proven guilty or not in accord with the law. Melissa's hoping the jury will believe her story about seeing Matthew alive before blacking out. He was still up and, and moving around. She says she had no idea of how badly he had been injured. So the last I remembered of him, he was still up. Isn't it possible that there may not have been really intent to kill anybody? It's this drunken fight and somebody ends up bleeding to death. That's a homicide. And prosecutor Chimway Fawcett says this case is really about domestic violence. He was cut and stabbed and left to die. I think that's the very definition, especially considering that this was by his fiance. In Florida, second degree murder cases are heard by six jurors. In this case, two women four men. One of them, Donald Goodwin. Come on up, Turner. And you see a young lady and you're already like, your stomach drops. You're like, Lord, just let me do the right thing. But behind the looks of a young lady, the truth was coming out quickly. Melissa Turner and... When she went to the stand, I think it hurt her big time. Her tears were so fake. And you can tell. I'm crying because I still remember all those places, all those plans. She was super angry and super sad. Her emotions were everywhere. I'm like, that tells me that's who she is. Goodwin, a part-time family pastor, says those security camera videos were crucial because of what he says was a lack of other evidence. I looked at the videos over and over, the ATT videos that's inside the house. I seen red on her hands, but I couldn't use it as evidence because the camera wasn't crystal clear. At that point, did you think he had already been stabbed? Yes, and I think she snapped. You don't believe he was strangling her at the time? No, I felt like she had enough and attacked him. And there was one clip of the audio recording that convinced Goodwin that Melissa knew Matthew was hurt. Then she said, what did I do? And I was like, that right there tells me you know exactly what's going on now. She knew he was going to die. She knew it. And yet she called nobody. And as for Melissa's claims about hitting her head and blacking out? You don't believe that she might have passed out? No, not at all. There was no evidence of head injury. Publish the verdict and pull the jurors, please. The jury deliberated for seven hours. We, the jury, find as follows as to the charge. The defendant is guilty of murder in the second degree. Guilty. 
of the murder of Matthew Trussler. I remember Sean squeezing my hand. It was a happy feeling. She was inconsolable. I mean, it, it, was, it was very difficult. I mean, she was crying profusely. She will be taken into custody at this time. On March 18, 2022, Melissa returned to court to learn her sentence. She talked about what she had lost. On October 18th, Matthew lost his life, and I lost the man that I loved. I lost my future and my hopes and my dreams. But Matthew's family also spoke, struggling with both grief and anger. Maddie, 25 years old. Wow. So much life still ahead. The life of a son, a brother, a brother-in-law, and an uncle. Sean will never see his best friend again. He will never be able to replace you. Matthew's mother spoke directly to Melissa. The story that you have contrived has caused me as much pain as his death. If Matthew's drinking was escalating, it was because of the lifestyle that you involved him in. It was not consistent with who he was and with the way that he was raised. This jury did not believe her claims of self-defense, nor does this court. Still, Judge Samantha Ward offered Melissa some mercy, sparing her a life sentence. Based on the jury's verdict, you are adjudicated guilty, sentenced to 20.5 years in the Florida State Prison. Melissa Turner will be eligible for release before she turns 50. What do you guys miss about Maddie the most? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Laugh, he had a great laugh. He was a good kid. He was. He was just starting to be a man. One life lost, another ruined on a night Juror Goodwin says didn't have to happen. Matthew Trussler didn't have to die. They could have walked away from each other and started a different life. Melissa Turner chose to kill Matthew Tressler. Do I think it was premeditated? Absolutely not. Do I think she's guilty? Absolutely. We go to stories because we can bring someone to that story. You have spinal issues and you can hit the ball that far. That's so incredible. That human connection is incredibly important because the news doesn't have to be depressing. It can be uplifting. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's the case, then I've got some good news. 
we just launched a brand new strange, dark, and mysterious podcast called Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries. And as the name suggests, it's a show about medical mysteries, a genre that many fans have been asking us to dive into for years, and we finally decided to take the plunge, and the show is awesome. In this free weekly show, we explore bizarre, unheard of diseases, strange medical mishaps, unexplainable deaths, and everything in between. Each story is totally true and totally terrifying. Go follow Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a Prime member, you can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the secrets within families, cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved. Enjoy My Life of Crime on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on Wondery Plus.